Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. An extraordinary video went viral yesterday. On the same day, President Zelensky got a standing ovation in the European Parliament, an old clip of him as an actor playing the role of president resurfaced. In it, he gets a call from Angela Merkel, with EU membership being what he wants the most. It's Wednesday, March 2nd. Here's your news fix. In terms of the latest lines on Ukraine, the Russian government has now said they have captured the Ukrainian city of Kherson. In terms of context on this, BBC News noted, if the city has fallen, it would make it the largest in Ukraine to be captured by Russian forces so far. Another city, Kharkiv, has reportedly had Russian paratroopers land. There have been at least 21 deaths and 112 injuries in the city. A rocket attack has hit both a regional police department and parts of a university. Remember that Kharkiv is the second largest city in Ukraine, and as you can see in our newsletter, it is located approximately 20 kilometers from the border with Russia. As one Ukrainian journalist pointed out, the population there is predominantly Russian-speaking. In Kiev, Ukraine's capital, a TV tower was hit on Tuesday, with multiple media reports saying the strike led to the deaths of at least five people, with five others injured. The strike also led to the disruption of television broadcasts and access to news. In terms of civilian casualties, in Ukraine, the UN now say at least 36 people have been killed, including 13 children. I should note, apologies for any mispronunciations of the cities that I just mentioned. But in terms of the bigger picture on this, CNN, which we've included in the newsletter, published a really, really helpful map this morning, looking at all of the Russian-occupied Ukrainian territory so far. In terms of international angles, President Biden, in his first State of the Union address in Washington, said the Russian economy is reeling and Putin alone is the one to blame. Biden also announced Russian planes would be cut off from US airspace. Conservative media outlets in the US were also quick to point out Biden at one point saying Iranian instead of Ukrainian. In the newsletter, we included a link to a clip of Vice President Harris seen mouthing the word Ukrainian behind him. Meanwhile, in another international angle, China has signaled its willingness to mediate between China and Ukraine. According to a report in The Guardian, Ukraine's foreign minister first reached out to his Chinese counterpart about it. We'll keep a close eye and see if there are any developments. In terms of Russian fallout, Apple announced it would be halting sales in Russia. Sky News reported RT and Sputnik, two state-affiliated Russian media outlets, were also removed from Apple's App Store. Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich is said to be hastily selling UK properties, according to a report in The Guardian. The BBC has stopped all content licensing in light of Russia's invasion. According to the Mail Online, it means they have told Russian state broadcasters not to air their versions of Strictly Come Dancing and other shows like that. Now, something we probably should have said a few days ago, but hats off to all of the journalists, Ukrainian, Russian and international, who were on the ground in both Ukraine and Russia and keeping us all so well informed. BBC News anchor Clive Myrie was brutally honest during coverage about the risks involved. He said, quote, we all talk about how much further we can go covering this story. When, perhaps, should we pull out? And if we did stay, what would be the attitude of the Russian troops? And they're going to win this. They've got the force of power, so let's not pretend that the Ukrainian army is actually potentially going to win this struggle. Because there are simply too many Russian troops. What is their attitude going to be towards Western journalists? That is something you've got to weigh up. And lastly on Ukraine this morning, on Tuesday, Ukraine's President Zelensky received a standing ovation when he spoke virtually to the European Parliament. Even the translator got choked up while reading his speech in English. 
Following this, an extraordinary clip has gone viral. Remember we told you Zelensky used to be an actor, playing the role of a teacher who became president after a clip of him speaking out against corruption went viral. We've included it in the newsletter and it shows Zelensky in character a few years ago getting a call from Angela Merkel about EU membership for Ukraine. It's honestly, in light of recent events, such an extraordinary watch. Now, in terms of what else has been going on, from a stark climate report to what Biden described as a hateful bill, there has been some other important news stories in recent days. We've included a link to our Instagram explainer to find out more about it. In our pin drop section this morning, we're looking at what's going on in Canada. There has potentially been another 169 unmarked graves found on the grounds of a former residential school in Alberta. What's a residential school? Between 1831 and 1996, residential schools in Canada were attended, often forcibly, by Indigenous children with an aim of assimilating them. The goal was once described as to, quote, extinguish the Indian in the child. Most of these schools were run by religious orders, primarily the Catholic Church. Last year, more than a thousand unmarked graves were found, and for Canada, it has sparked a real reckoning with its painful past. For anyone who wants to know more, we published our piece on this in late December, Residential Schools, Canada's Cultural Genocide. It's linked in today's newsletter. In terms of our most read section this morning, four out of the five relate to Ukraine. However, BBC News published an article that is the most read at the moment. It's about a man who died after a 200 coffee caffeine overdose. It goes without saying it is a tragic story, but it actually makes for a very important read. And lastly, today marks Ash Wednesday, a Christian holiday marking the beginning of Lent. That's today's fix. Have a great day.